Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Paul's Picks Recap. <laughs> I guess that's that's what it is. Uh, week three. Uh, went 10 and 6. Technically, I could say I went 11 and 5, but since I. I mean, I really did go 11 and 5, but on the podcast, I did say I'm going with the, the Chiefs instead of the Chargers, uh, even though that's not what I actually picked. So I, I'll just go by that because I don't want any, uh, any cheap wins. Uh, you got to earn it all. Um, so the first game was the Carolina Panthers 24 to the Houston Texans 9. I saw some of this game, not most of it. Like, that's actually how it is for a lot of these games. I was sick uh, this weekend. So I was kind of just like uh, chilling out, watching Red Zone, and then just kind of recover f- and get ready for that Eagles game, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, the Carolina Panthers won 24-9. Obviously, the biggest storyline coming out from that is Christian McCaffrey getting hurt, which sound, they didn't put him on IR, so everyone's saying you know he should be back in like two, maybe three weeks. Um, someone said that, they, that it was less than a grade one hamstring uh, strain, um, which is very interesting. Uh, to say the least. And, and, I mean, obviously, you don't want to throw them back out there anyway because it's going against the Texans. Um, no offense to them, but, you know, like I was saying before, there, there's no way the Texans were winning that game. Unless if Terod was out there, which he wasn't. Um, now, on to Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo took care of it right from the rip. Um, I got a little bit scared c- closer to kickoff because I saw a lot of people saying, oh, this is a good spot for Washington. Uh, the Washington might win outright, yada, yada, all that stuff. And like I was saying before, the defense isn't there in Washington. Josh Allen and the Bills kind of just giddied up all over them. 43-21, I think that's the only game that went over in the 1 o'clock. I heard something like that. Um, not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But that was um, you know pretty much domination from then and then uh, from them in, in the Bills. But I'm also just like curious. Like I don't know how much longer you can stick with Taylor Heineke. He did get that offensive spark week one. But since then, it's kind of just been like, eh, you know, eh, he's getting my. Obviously, he did get the win, but against a good team, he's not getting that win. Then the next game uh, was also another one for me. It was the Titans versus the Colts. Tennessee Titans won 25 16. I did say Titans at first, then I said Derrick Henry's going to run the ball all over them. That's why I have to go Colts. So that obviously wasn't making sense. And I think that's, I think I did record the podcast while starting to get a little bit sick. Um, so that obviously just throw that out and I went with the Titans. Um, once I'm, I don't know what the heck's going on with that guy. I'm glad he's getting snaps in there. Uh, but he's not there yet. And maybe, maybe he does bounce back this week. I don't really know. He's just not there. Um, then we have the Falcons at Giants. I went with the Atlanta Falcons. They won 17 to 14. Basically, both teams stink, and the Falcons just stink a little bit less. Uh, I mean, the I like I said, I was only watching what was coming on Red Zone, and both teams just were looking really, really bad. Um, that's that's all I have to say about that. Like Matt Ryan, I, Matt Ryan's washed. Um, this yeah, I can't. This has to be his last year. It's like Big Ben, which I'll get to later. But yeah, so Matt Ryan and the Falcons won. And then the next game I had was the Ravens beating the Lions, which was 19 to 17, 66 yard field goal to end the game, bounced off the upright. That was insane. Like I was saying before, 
Lions just can't put together four quarters yet. <laughs> they keep on giving you half a dollar, which is f- like good. That I mean, that's a step in the right direction. A lot better than some of the the worst teams in the league. So that is somewhat impressive. The Ravens just gritted throughout it. I mean, I saw people like complaining, like, "Oh, I can't believe the Lions lost that game." Like, it was like a couple people were like, "Oh, like you know, the Lions, like I got that was such a bad beat. I should have won." Yada yada. And I just think that like uh, the Ravens are going to win that game. You got lucky that they didn't show up in the beginning, uh, but I don't know. Um, and then the next game was the Cardinals at Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty-one nineteen. Cardinals won, which I had to get a little bit hairy in the first half, but uh, Calamari. Uh, pulled away in the second half with that uh, explosive offense. Then another one that I had, this is the controversy one. I, like when I was writing this out too, I have like Chiefs and I have Chargers and I have Chiefs. It's just like a bunch of X's. Like what did I really say? And, um, you know, for integrity of the sport and the game, I'm going to say I went with the Chiefs. But, yeah, that, that game was going back and forth. Seesaw at the end of the game was pretty exciting. Um I felt like the Chargers had him in the first half, which they did, fourteen to three, and then the second in the third quarter, uh, the Chiefs actually scored fourteen points right there. I'm like, oh shoot, like what was I thinking? Then obviously it went back and forth. It was a good, uh, good watch. Obviously it dominated. Actually, that was the second game I had up. I had that up as uh, Wells Red Zone. Then the next game I had was Chicago at Cleveland. I was completely wrong about that. Matt Nagy is an idiot. I don't take responsibility for that loss at all. It was really, really bad. Then I'll move over to the Saints at New England. I totally forgot that they might be like looking forward to the Bucks next week, which could be a possibility. Could not. I don't really know about the Saints team at all. Uh, should be interesting how I pick them next week. Um, then the next one was the Bengals at Pittsburgh, nice divisional matchup. Bengals did win it 24 to 10. And I just really felt good about that the whole entire way through, honestly. Uh, just that defense without Watt is not there. Um, they actually broke their or snapped their streak, I guess is a better way to put it, of getting sacks in consecutive games. I think it was at like 76 straight games in Pittsburgh that they had a sack. And that stopped. Uh, and, and, like, the Bengals' offensive line is nothing to write home about at all. I mean, Big Ben just is uh, terrible. Um, and then the one game that, like, people were kind of like, oh, you know, the Broncos might, you know, they might lose to the Jets. I don't know why people were saying that. Broncos won 26-0. Um, I, I double-checked to look down that I didn't, that I didn't pick that one wrong. But, um yeah, I, I mean, it's just one of those things where the Broncos are doing doing what they're doing. Um, they're taking care of bad teams right now, which is why you go with Teddy Two Gloves over Drew Locke because he doesn't make the mistakes. Again, like I said before, he does seem like he is pushing the ball down more than normal uh, for Teddy Bridgewater. So it is a little bit of a different attack by them. So it is in a different uh, category of uh, attempts, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to word that so then we also have Miami at Las Vegas and the Raiders won in overtime easily Miami could have won like I was saying on the pod um but Raiders did pull through which is really good for them and momentum building but I don't think that they're really a real 3-0 team in a sense like I, I like two overtime wins and the Steelers aren't what we think they are but I mean it's so impressive you still gotta win the games but like 
I'm not going to give them respect yet. I mean, same with the Broncos. Um, even the Panthers haven't really had a big test. Obviously, like I said, I don't know what to expect of the Saints yet. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I just don't don't know how I really, really feel about them. And obviously, I don't even look at next week's games until I do the pod, honestly. I just go and it's all gut instinct um, and reactions from that. Uh, but then the last, well, there's two more 430 uh, or 425 starts, and that was the Seattle at Minnesota, it was the game that I sniffed out with my with my little sniffer of a nose. I said, "This John, this John, it it just smelled funny. Like there's no reason for it to be a one and a half point spread. I I thought that that was bizarre, and luckily I was right. So the Vikings won thirty to seventeen. Seattle looked like they were going to run away with it in the first half, and then never scored again. Um, I don't really know. Uh, no rhyme or reason. I was kind of more paying attention to uh, the Bucks versus the Rams, to be honest. Um, so I'm not really certain what happened there. Uh, I also had like a, a thing with a pl- with plumbing in my house too, so that was another reason why I didn't watch all the games. Um, but yeah, I think the Vikings are, like I said, terrible defense. Um, I guess not. If they turn it around the second half, I don't. I I have to go back and watch that because I I'm kind of curious. But the one thing I do know, this is the one thing that I noticed is that Vikings are good at home. So that might be that might be what it is. So I might be. I think the Vikings are home again this week. So that might lean me towards them. So we'll, we'll find out uh, on Thursday. Then. The other game that I was talking about before, you had the Bucks losing 24 to 34 to the Rams. I kind of just threw it up in the air, picked the Bucks, which was the wrong pick, especially since, like I said before, Tom Brady might be looking forward to going back to New England next week, which is this upcoming week on Sunday Night Football. Also, a beating travel with the team, which kind of, you know, you have Jalen Ramsey, he takes Mike Evans right out, so then you're working a little bit underhanded. And then also the other thing is like it was Matthew Stafford's biggest game. He has to show up. Sean McVay was totally juiced up too. Um, long road trip. They didn't leave until Saturday. How am I supposed to know that on Thursday night? Um, there's just a couple different things that kind of played more into it than you would think. But, I mean, it is what it is. I picked the games on Thursday, and that's, that's what I stick with. Um then the Sunday night game, I also got wrong. That was the Green Bay uh, Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Green Bay won 30-28. to 28, And I really, really thought it was over, like, in the first half, honestly. And then I was like, all right, you know, it's time. I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go to bed. Go to bed. With the, the tablet up, and I'm, like, watching. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, Sam Fran's coming back. And then I fell asleep, woke up, rewatched it, and that, that was just an insane finish. It was, great. it was a great finish. So I, I suggest people to check that out. Um, I wish I saw it live, but uh, sleep sometimes is a little bit more important than football. And I wish I would have taken that advice on Monday night when the Eagles lost to the Dallas Cowboys by 20 points. Um, that's, that's all I had to say that obviously was another one I got wrong 10, six week, uh, which leaves me at a 34 and 14 record, which is pretty good. I'd say I, I, I don't know. 
um, where where everyone else is stacking up if you're keeping track at home. But I have nothing else to say except go birds, and hopefully my congestive self will be better for Thursday's pod.